previously on the Fantastic Worlds podcast. Hey, uh, uh, look, look up there. Hey, look. Yeah. Look over there. Do you see that? Do you see that, that little speck right there? Uh, which one? There's, uh, there's a lot. Oh, it's, it's right. It's that green. Like, we'll see, see where my claw is at. Just follow it. Oh, the green little dude. Yeah. What about it? I, I think that's, that's Galarian. Pippa opens the teleport scroll, uh, studies the spell for a moment, and because it's not it's not one that she's actually cast before, and it's not one that she knows intrinsically. So she's kind of going over, going over the ritual for it, and she raises a hand toward the treant and says the magic words. Pippa opens the teleport scroll, uh, studies the spell for a moment, and. Because it's not it's not one that she's actually cast before, and it's not one that she knows intrinsically. So she's kind of going over, going over the ritual for it, and she raises a hand toward the treant and says the magic words. You see each gem turn orange, and with that, the diamond starts to glow with light and it gets brighter and brighter, almost to the point where you're having to shield your eyes bright. And then it the beam shoots out and hits Argentea. And when you look over to Ardentea, you see her size begin to grow to that of a large creature. Her neck and tail begin to thicken and stretch. And out of her back, large leathery wings sprout out. (gasps) As her skin begins to turn a bluish hue, as before you, a dragakin with your (gasps) head appears. What ice cream did you have for breakfast, Abby? I had coffee ice cream with oh. Heath Bar Ooh. mixed into it and Oreo cookies for oh. breakfast. <laughs> I had that for breakfast because I'm an adult. You have a stomach of steel is what you have. <laughs> I sure do. I can eat anything pretty much and be good to go. And because I'm a mature adult, I worked out this morning and then I had ice cream for breakfast. That sounds awesome. <laughs> nice. Will it help me build muscle? No. Will it be very satisfying and make me feel like a genius? Absolutely. Absolutely, <laughs> it did that. So that's how my day is going. <laughs> what did you have for breakfast, Jessa? Um, I haven't eaten yet. I have a chicken wrap on the way. I'm very excited about it. Nice. Not a normal food choice for me in the morning. It's like it's a chicken salad for breakfast. I don't know why I'm doing this, but I am. It just hey. sounded really good. <laughs> well, it yeah. is 11 o'clock, so you do got the brunch thing going on. I am... An all-day breakfast kind of person, though, and also if I if it's my first meal, it it must be breakfasty. I guess I'm just expanding what that means to me, you know. Really exploring <laughs> this year, <laughs> really redefining breakfast. Really redefining breakfast. <laughs> I'm gonna go to Arby's and get their. I love their chicken salad. Frankly, that is the whitest thing I've ever said. Actually, I I have had Arby's because I think Arby's puts, they put grapes in their chicken salad, which was really good. I like that. Yep. Yeah. I was really impressed with that chicken salad. That's how I make it at home now because of Arby's. Can you believe it? 
I've been doing this thing where my where there's been grilled chicken and there's always extra grilled chicken and it's usually like a chicken breast and I will always cut it up and make a chicken salad out of it with because I always have purple grapes I always have apples I always have all this uh, and I bought a whole bunch of dill oh god so good dill is dill is an underappreciated seasoning it really is not in my household. Yeah. <laughs> I think dill. you once gave me, I left with a giant handful of dill. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> that sounds like we had, we, we had friends watch our cat for like a day and Clay was like, give them basil and uh, tomatoes. <laughs> I was like, okay. Or, or, or a bit, bi- uh, basil and tarragon. I was like, okay. <laughs> Ooh, tarragon. tarragon. Another good one. I had a very boozy weekend. Um, I, I went out and drunk all night on Friday, which I have not. Wow. I was up till 2 a.m., which I have not done. I, I can't. I think the last time I was up that late was when Abby and I celebrated her last day or the last day we were going to be together in California. Uh-huh. She was moving to Baltimore. It was like the week before. It was like the week before I moved to the East Coast. Yes. It was kind of my last <laughs> night on the town in Chico. Yeah, and we went and drank a shit ton. And I think that's the last time I did that. So, God, it's been a while. Um, anyway, so did that. And then the next day, I got up and had brunch with Abby. And Speaking drank, of me. And then finished off a bottle of champagne for mimosas. Yeah. So it was you were impressive. I, I, was, I, was, I was going for full party animal. Uh, Spuds McKenzie here. Um, we had a great time. That's the way yeah. to do it. I had some not awful eggs, Benny, which is unusual because I haven't yeah. been able to find good ones out here. <laughs> delivered, yeah, I had good oh, delivered really? eggs, Benny, too. That was, uh, oh, I love, I love the holiday sauce. Oh, those mm. are so good. I haven't had some in a long time. This was a really good holiday sauce. The only thing that ruined my eggs, Benny, is for some reason, instead of giving you that typical nice, like thin ham, they gave me a big old ham chunk that was as thick as the English muffin. Oh, it, yeah. and it was just like, it was why? Weird. I do that. Why? I don't need to think. In fact, it probably cost you guys more to do this and it didn't add to the experience. I love when people like want to put their own curve on when you just want standard eggs. Benedict, it should just be standard eggs. Eggs. Benedict is already perfect. It's a, it's a perfect breakfast. You don't need to add embellishments. It's, it's correct already the way it is. I would have ordered an extra muffin and then sliced it and had a secondary ham like a little sandwich that it made myself. Mm. So do <laughs> okay. Ham. That's a way to or do it. Or stab it with my fork and just eat it like, like that also. Uh, what did you do this weekend, Logan? I know you were, you had plans this weekend. Yesterday we saw two different sets of friends. So that was nice. In one day. Um, nothing really Saturday. We went to Monterey for my friend's birthday and we all dressed up like daddies and went bar hopping. So it was just a bunch of dads on the town. And it was really fun to hear people that be like, why are they all dressed like that? And then one person <laughs> just turns to them and be like, they're all dads. <laughs> and, then, and then one person was like, why the fishing pole? And then someone said, <laughs> dads fish. <laughs> I was like, yeah, dads fish. You're right. Just kept on walking. Do these people never watch sitcoms? My lord. Right? Yeah. Things. How do you not get the joke? Yeah. Lots of <laughs> amazing knee-high crew socks or like mid-thigh crew socks, comfortable shoes. That sounds really nice. That sounds fun. Yeah. It was really nice wearing cargo shorts. I haven't worn them in a really long time because I was like, I have lots of pockets for stuff, such as a fish. 
Mm-hmm. To keep a, a fish, fish in, in it. Mm-hmm. It came home with me. As dads do. Did you actually put a fish in the pocket? Yeah, but 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 like it was like a plastic fish that like oh, came good. like the plastic fishing pole. Thank God, <laughs> wasn't a real fish. That would be weird. That would be weird. Mm-hmm. Although you know, mm-hmm. but really, what I'm excited about is I've been teaching myself how to vogue. Yeah, you have, which I'm very excited about. <laughs> it's very difficult because it goes so fast, but I'm enjoying it. Vince. I'm enjoying watching the videos of you practicing. <laughs> yeah, I'll post my progress. <laughs> Yes, please. The latest one when you went into the duck walk, and then you and then I jumped up. You're supposed to then spin and go back into a duck walk, but a different one. And I was like, I uh-huh. think I'm done for right now. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, so I got up to that level. point. I got up to that point. <laughs> I actually found this video from there's a show called Legendary on HBO Max where it's like like how uh ballroom houses from like the queer community compete and just do shows and numbers and stuff like that. And so one of the winners from last season has a whole set of videos for like $5 each. I'm like, nice. okay, <laughs> I'll do these ones from someone who won. Perfect. Also highly recommended show. Cause it's just whew, the drama and really good, fantastic costumes and dances. Is it reality TV or is it's it It's a reality TV competition. Drama? Okay. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. But that they actually fun. like really focus on like the family aspect of, of houses more so than just they're a group of dancers. So each team essentially house has to have a house mother or father and then mm-hmm. their children. And so, they don't, so it really goes into the relationship of like. It makes it that much more painful when a team is eliminated. Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> But that's not what we're talking about today. What we're talking about today is that Dustin gave me a dragon. He mm. did. He gave me a dragon at the end of last episode, thus fulfilling a dream that I have harbored since I was at least 12 years old. And I started reading the Dragon Riders of Pern books, which we've met. We've already talked about these at length. At length, <laughs> I believe, on the show, <laughs> elsewhere. But when I was a awkward 12-year-old, and I hated everybody around me at junior high school. Um, I used to imagine that I had a green Pernese dragon imaginary friend. And she would perch on the roof of the gym. And she would wait for me to be done with school. And then we'd fly around together and have adventures. <laughs> and now Dustin made that a reality for me. And I, I got to say, my inner 12-year-old is just fucking jazzed to uh, <laughs> play with this dynamic and this idea. Like, I am so... I am so stoked. I'm really trying really hard not to drop like a million F-bombs to emphasize just how stoked I am (laughs) (laughs) about this. Uh, So yeah, I'm just, I get to play, I get to be an adult and play with my imaginary friend from when I was in junior high school today. And I'm, I'm in a really good mood. I'm in a good mood about it. Nice. Yes. And small note uh, at uh, Abby's request, I did mention that it was a green or it was a blue dragonkin but it is in fact yeah. a green dragonkin <laughs> yep. uh it is also not a large size creature it is a medium-sized creature which means manette cannot ride it uh, <laughs> i don't Come think on. anyone can ride it besides pippa oh it's medium it's size medium. yes speaking of dreams we have a 13 foot tall manette oh and boy gosh, am i gonna have fun with that sauce I would say 14 foot four, just for the sake of, because, you know, what I see here as the scale is a doubling. So you go four to eight feet 
to 8 to 16 feet. So I think considering she was at the sort of, you know, medium high range of the medium category, she's now the medium high range of the large category, which would be if we doubled her height, 14 foot four. But for weight, <laughs> weight wise, it works very differently. That scale is quite interesting. So she's about... 1500 pounds <laughs> oh my god oh my god Dang. amazing <laughs> get ready <Woo! laughs> there's that thing on in, on the on social media about the resident evil vampires and how they could step on you men that can actually step on th- those vampires will, mm-hmm. can and will actually step on any motherfucker who tries it lady Demetrisku who <laughs> <laughs> my fuck new armor has fuck around out. find out exactly <laughs> it has fuck around find out on the front of it now <laughs> how tall is a hill giant a hill giant i think is about 14 feet right probably same size about we're probably we're going toe to toe now i cannot stealth anymore i am heavy <laughs> baby is we heavy hide behind yeah. you you could like uh, you a hill. be a you hill. A hill. <laughs> we'll get you one Where's of those elven cloaks and we'll just hide yes. behind you. There you go. We should. We should. We'll get that um, cape from Lord of the Rings where you just yes. wrap it around you and you turn into a rock. But oh, that's we'll exactly a really what I was big picturing. Yep. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Angel wrote the same even... wavelength. Yep. I was like, what is that? <laughs> oh, it's a big old rock. That's yeah. a big old rock. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I said. It's a big old rock. Why is I, there can hide the dragon the the I can I can fit all of you. That's how big I am. So a hill giant a hill giant is actually ten feet tall, so you are bigger than an average hill giant. <laughs> I almost spit out my coffee all over my laptop. Jess, Manette you know what you big. need is you need to get Manette a hoop skirt and we'll all hide under the hoop skirt <laughs> and just shuffle out. This is a genius plan. Oh, there's only one giant lady? Surprise. There's actually a clown car's worth of other people underneath their (laughs) hoop skirt. (laughs) Oh, my God. It genuinely, I'm not even kidding. We need to do something like this. My fair Manette. Unconventional. (laughs) (laughs) Unconventional. That could be a a cover for Pippa, too. (laughs) Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Like, you are the (laughs) ultimate distraction now whenever... We need one. <laughs> you know what's even actually more hilarious? This because one of the things we were talking about, Abby and I talked to you about yesterday, is the fact that I almost gave her instead of a dragon kin a dragon net, which is basically a mini dragon that perches on your shoulder. Technically, Dragon Taya been so cute. Dragon Taya. Dragon Taya could perch on Manette's shoulder as a dragonette. That's true. Mm. I mean, basically, yeah, medium sized Dragon Taya can jump right up on me like a kitty cat. <laughs> I just like a have precious this visualization of Dragon Taya perching on your shoulder with Pippa on top of Dragon Taya, <laughs> oh. running into bat, charging into battle. I was Can about to take it one step further. This is amazing. What if it's Pippa on top of Dragon Taya, who's being cradled by Bayani, who's being cradled by Manette? Oh my god! And Abraxas is Duncan. running beside. Abraxas <laughs> is his own man. Yeah. He's Braxis like, don't I don't need to be, be on this, this carry. No, fest. thank you. Well, poor Abraxas is lost. Lo- well, I guess it's technically Abraxas has not lost his uh, riding buddy because Pippa has to expend all of her gem powers in order to use this dragon. 
this dragon oh. king. So there there are some important things she has on her gems, like the ability to recharge wands and mm-hmm. stuff like that. So choosing to forego all of that has to be a choice. It cannot it is a it is a strategic choice to choose one over the other. Yeah. So sometimes Argentea is just gonna be her her good old fashioned kitty cat self. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, and and we'll see we'll see how that ends up how that ends up playing out. Okay, last thing about the Jess as, as a giant woman with with Manette is that we're one step closer to having a living Voltron. <gasps> Abraxas on one shoulder shooting out <laughs> magic. Yes. Pippa on the other shoulder shooting out magic. There needs to be a, a baby Bjorn for Bionni on her chest, and then Bionni's just blasting at the same time. <laughs> oh. My God. You know what's funny about this? As I was just like, I've seen this somewhere, like a human Voltron joke. Yeah. And One Piece, there's a thing where one of the characters is like a cyborg. And as a joke, they all go, let's form into our ultimate weapon. And they all attach themselves as different body parts to yes. him as, as, as Voltron. That's exactly what I'm thinking. Maybe, maybe instead of a baby Bjorn, Bionni's just on her shoulders. <laughs> so shoulders and then she just carries Pippa and Abraxas like guns and just points mm-hmm. and shoots them at people. <laughs> that works out pretty well. Fireball. Oh my god, the gunshot. Fireball. The image is incredible. <laughs> <laughs> right. That would just be the most ridiculous thing. <laughs> Bye, honey. Make me fly. We should <laughs> definitely do it at least once. We should do it oh, at least one time. Dragon Taya attaches to the back as the wings. To fly. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Rex yeah. cast wingspan. <laughs> 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 I see oh, nothing wrong with this. No. <laughs> if you were to look up at the purple sky, one of the first things you would notice is that the sun is much smaller. A harsh cold wind blows flurries of snow all around you. You all are atop a mountain range that is not familiar. Abraxas, a reflection catches your eye and you notice veins of minerals that run through exposed rock. Something that is not, you're not used to seeing in Galarian as most exposed raw materials have long since been mined away on Galarian. Uh, here lay untouched, uh, either because this place is barren, because you have seen no signs for life other than a, a giant tree that is now journeying away from you. Uh, or this maybe just because this area might be too hard to approach naturally. Uh, however, it is the shadows of your own party that may be the biggest adjustment. Uh, Manette's shadow now extends elongated more than 16 feet in height due to the angle of the sun. Uh, <laughs> that alone might not be striking. That alone may be striking if not for the dragon kin with Pippa's face, Argentea, or has we have decided dragon Taya. Dragon uh, uh, The cat Dragon is Taya. now a dragonkin with a greenish hue. While containing many of the classic features of dragons you ha- have fought, you notice that this one in particular has a saddle, stands on its own hind legs, and has claws capable of carrying objects. But as but its most startling feature of all is the fact that the classic Argentea feature still remains Pippa's face. 
<laughs> we have to commission some artwork of this immediately. Like I need to, I need to be able to visualize this properly in my head. Like I can't, I genuinely can't decide like myself as Abby, if I love that or if I, or if I hate that so much. <laughs> For some reason, all I can imagine is you, your, your features, but then stretched over sort of the frame of like, um, toothless. So how, uh, you oh know, like I had to train your Pippa kind of. Oh my god! Maybe this episode, how to train your Pippa. <laughs> I was envisioning the scene from Howl's Moving Castle where he's just mid transformation, so it's just his face and then all those scaly feathers. That's around. much sexier. That's, That's much what sexier. I was imagining. But I That's want to start imagining toothless Pippa. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, no, no, let's stick with the Howl's Moving Castle version. You of- wish, Abby. You fucking wish. <laughs> of course, <laughs> no. I do. I, I, that is what I wish. I do wish. I wish that. <laughs> I, I'm actually going to uh, correct for all of you guys because I'm at, these are based on, as we have said, Pernese dragons. So a Pernese dragon is what these look like. Mm-hmm. So you can Google that to get an idea of what they look like. Well, as right. Well, as the face we're debating, is over it. Yeah, we're debating how the face is how the face is incorporated into the body, not not the shape of the body of the creature. Mm-hmm. It's what kind of face is Pippa's face? Like, what skeletal structure is Pippa's face now stretched out? Over? <laughs> well, especially since Pernese dragons have big whirly eyes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's Argent. It's your. It's Pippa's face with big whirly eyes, anime like style eyes. Trippy. Love. <laughs> I love it so so much. This just keeps getting worse. <laughs> it keeps getting disgusting. better. What are you talking yeah. about? Abraxas is horrified. Argentea alone already gives him just the heebie-jeebies as it is, and now it's elongated and. Draconic? Oh no, nope, nope. Mm-hmm. Nope. Giant mouth falls open, mm-hmm. and she eats all of you. No, just kidding. Uh- <laughs> Byron is just fist pumping. He's so excited. He's just pumping his fist in the air, like yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> the baby grew up. <laughs> the baby grew up. Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly what he says to Pippa. (laughs) Pippa, you hear a voice in your head. Dragonkin have uh, bonds with their writers, very much similar to a familiar has with uh, a witch or um, mainly a witch, because if they, if like one of them dies, there is like a tearing of the soul kind of feeling Uh, that strong a bond. And um, when you hear these conversations, they are not something that anyone but you hear. So I'm not even going to say, but uh, just so you all know, when you hear Pippa talking, it might not be to you interesting. all. Very interesting. That won't phase Bayani. Pippa's had a lot of things over the past couple of days that rattle her her usually pretty iron tight like composure. You know, she's usually got it together. <laughs> but a lot of things have happened over the past couple of days. Um, sad things and happy things. Uh, and just generally confusing things like Bayani. And mm-hmm. and once again, she's like Manette is standing there in the snow with her jaw on the floor. Well, that's not what I thought my mom meant. Wow. <laughs> wow, wow, wow. 
uh, she hadn't really had a very strong bond with Argentea because Argentea herself was not a fully sentient creature. But all of a sudden, there's this like new person sharing mental space with her. Uh, almost sort of like a newborn person, wouldn't you say, Dustin? Where, or or like, or does Argentea come fully grown with like a full stock of understanding of the world, or or is or is Argentea just a new consciousness that has emerged and needs to be instructed? Ooh, Argentea has the consciousness. So remember, in the previous, so just a quick recap of the last episode, Anefa introduced you to Rothgar, who was is one of the uh, past holders of the of the comb slash armband and he is actually the creator of the construct of what is now argentea that basically the creature takes when it takes on a new master it takes on a person a similar personality to that of its master but it still has like the language it's just learned in those past lives it still has like all the senses it it doesn't necessarily have memories it just has the skills and stuff it has learned so it, it's kind of like a finished building uh, like a, a finished and furnished building but you get to like fill it with more you know kind of thing hmm. you mentioned to me how now like argentea is more of like a, a full person so like having a lot of instincts and a lot of like skills that you've learned in previous iterations of yourself as a as sort of a construct does not it's not the same thing as like a full personality and a full personhood. It's kind of similar to Savet in terms of that it has it's bonded with you so its feelings everything is shared with you now. So like if you're angry it's going to be angry. It's going to develop over time I guess is probably yeah. So I would say it's like it is kind of like a newborn situation. Start to develop her own thoughts and processes and recommendations and 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 probably separate a little bit in terms of you know its wisdom and its intelligence from you endeavor. But I think gotcha. that comes okay. all the time. Pippa is standing there more or less silently then uh silently communing with uh this new with this new creature. So we go like, well, and she occasionally we'll splutter out like, well, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I, oh, do you, you remember that? You remember, you remember that happening? Well, um, I apologize on Buon's behalf, I suppose. I knew you were talking about that. Not here <laughs> anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it the second you said that. I was like, she's talking about being thrown. Absolutely. <laughs> Ooh. I'm sure he'd apologize if he could. <laughs> you get the feeling that uh, Dragon Tail would like to go flying with you. Like it has wings. It wants to, it hasn't got to spread them in a very long time. It wants to get out and fly. <sighs> Pip is like, oh, Ooh, oh no no no. Uh I don't do heights or not. My my th- oh well, Yes, I suppose I have things to make up to you. I did I did say I did say that. Okay, all right. Let's go. We'll go. We'll go. We'll f- She turns to uh the three of you. She's like, "So I'm Well, I guess I'm going to go she sort of vaguely gestures upward. Flying? Time. For a... a wh- however long. Uh, yeah, so... 
if nobody else has any has any like anything to say or any questions, Pippa's gonna climb on. <laughs> you know, we haven't really secured the area. I we don't know what dangers this place has. Uh, Minette looks around and squints her eyes, and she's like, "No, it looks good to me." <laughs> you are basically at the top of a very serious Mount Everest height mountain range so you can see clearly all around you you do not see anything uh all you see is big drop-offs of like going <laughs> down so nice. you're, you're pretty safe well i suppose you know what I'll, don't worry I'll go with you just just to be safe <laughs> oh like bond yeah Ab- absolutely can you can can you carry him too Oh no! I'll, I'll I'll go under my own power. Oh, all right. <laughs> okay then. Um, and Pippa climbs up onto Argentea's back, like kind of carefully, like figuring out where her limbs go in the saddle, uh, st- like strapping in and kind of like getting like a white knuckle grip on whatever <laughs> handholds are available, <laughs> like <sighs> taking deep. I was like, okay, yep, whenever you're ready. Uh, Pippa, you right notice that there. this saddle oddly fits you perfectly. Uh, mm-hmm. As, as oh, this creature nice. has literally been connected and bonded to you. It, it, it's built a saddle. It's already molded to your ass. Yay. <laughs> yeah. to your ass. I was going to say a memory Don't need to break saddle, that saddle, but I like Jess better. <laughs> memory uh-huh. <laughs> And in the moment you sit in and you're buckled in, so to speak, is she she launches into the sky <laughs> full speed. Uh, give you me hear a- Pippa screaming all the way up. <laughs> oh, well, Puff, that, that took off fast. Uh, he does like a running start and jumps and mid-jump turns into a snowy owl and will pursue. <laughs> oh my god, I forgot that you can wild shape into a bunch of different shapes for some reason. I was I like, oh, how are you going to fly with us? <laughs> this is so magical. It's a new this power is so forum. beautiful. Uh, you, uh, roll me a ride check. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> can oh, I say, <laughs> as that's happening, Manette looks down at Bionni and is like, hey, you want to come up here and watch him? <laughs> and she like taps her shoulder. <laughs> Bionni immediately climbs you like a tree, and next to your ear, he whispers, That'll be me someday up there, too. <laughs> Pippa, what'd you roll there? Oh, I, uh, I've i got a plus two to ride. Um, oh. So that nice. was an 11. <laughs> so Dragon Taya does a barrel roll. And you, <laughs> you cannot hold on. You're not a writer. You're not prepared for this. You slip and you start to fall and you're screaming, but the, she just quickly turns around and falls under and catches you and throws you back up onto so the saddle. So Pippa was just in free fall for a couple seconds. I thought there were like straps or something on the saddle the way there are like in on in pern stuff. There are straps, but you did not set them up properly because your right check did you have not yep, learned how fine. to properly that's fair. Stra- strap that's fair. <laughs> that tracks. Uh, that that's tracks. Like, decorative. <laughs> <laughs> Dragon Tea senses your kind of panic at that and probably your heartbeat, your poor halfling heart is about to explode. So she quickly lowers down onto the ground and uh and lowers her head down so you can get off. Braxis screeches not happily. 
well, let's um practice practice more um without the barrel rolls for a little while. <laughs> Just a little while. Uh the dragon Taya's eyes whirl gold mm-hmm. and uh and then green and then she curls up on the on the ice and and like like a cat does actually and uh-huh. starts kind of resting. Who has the magical bag from Ziggy? That doesn't not sound like me. Pippa, you, the bag is has is glowing. She'll she'll like approach she'll approach the group and just open open the bag like I think uh we got more stuff. Uh you Ooh. look inside and it is the one item you did not get from your previous delivery that uh you had ordered. She withdraws just a plain, very unassuming looking rod from the bag. Huge grin on her face. And she looks over to Braxis. I don't know if you're still in owl form. He landed not, with a scowl looking at Archentea after seeing you plummet. His poor little <laughs> owl heart's like, oh my god. It would perhaps be good if you took Featherfall. That was um terrifying. Manette also <laughs> glares at Argentea. <laughs> Y'all, you can do this. And Bionic just does a backspring off of Manette and gently floats to the ground. Uh-huh. Manette does little claps, but they become big claps because of how big her hands are now. Mm. And he's posing the entire way down. And then he lands gently on the snow. Yeah, something like that. That's that, mm, We're well, going to work on that. I think that's a good idea. I can throw you in the air and you can practice. <laughs> wow. Yes, I will definitely. I will definitely work on that. That my body definitely bends that way. <laughs> yeah, y'all can use me as a a jumping board, you know. <laughs> oh yeah, I love that. You can throw her up, and I'll blast her with air, so she'll, she'll go higher. Ooh, yeah, that sounds fun. What's that thing you're holding? So fun. Uh, well, it's been quite a morning. It's been quite a morning. I think it's time we had a uh, little breakfast. Wouldn't we say? Oh, yep. Oh, he he just remembers they're completely out of meat. <laughs> oh, I'll I'll see what I can slap together. Oh, <laughs> don't worry, my friend. Don't worry. She pats Abraxas on the back <gasps> and cryptically with that walks back into the hut. I was just wondering, like, can Manette, Manette probably can't get in the hut anymore, come to think of it. She can get into the hut but it is like the squeezing mechanic like she has to squeeze through and basically get on her knees trying to crawl through uh but she cannot go through the chimney down to the main part of the she can only be in the up in that one room of the hut oh wow so. this is gonna be an intro <laughs> they're like, figuring out how this is going to work is going <laughs> you might have to order some like a wand of reduced person just for certain occasions <laughs> just for just so that to like get her in and out <laughs> i have a single dose of Reduce person in a potion form. It's only one. I don't know if we want to use it now. You know, that's good to know. I think we should hang on to it for now. Oh, yeah. I can I can pass Manette her portions through the window. If you're, Are you all right out there? Are you cold? No, I'm great. This armor, and uh, she knocks on her gigantic armor. This armor is, uh, you know, helps keep me comfortable. Kepri really did the dang thing when he made this for me. There, is there like a cooking fire inside the hut here? There is a pot here. Technically, it's the pot you use to to take the keys and go elsewhere, but there's no reason why you can't use it. 
or whatever you want. Also, I believe Abraxas has a pot that oh warms pot itself brewing. to whatever temperature he wants. So you literally yep. have like your own makeshift thing in this room if you wanted to just do it th- in the in the that gotcha. top room. Okay, so Pippa cleans off cleans off a table. She uses prestigitation to clean, sanitize, whatever. Takes out the rod, grins at Abraxas, and like waves it, and then just like an array of various types of meat just <gasps> roll themselves <Ooh>. out. <laughs> so beautiful. They should have oh. said a poet. <laughs> <laughs> what What is the name of this rod, my dear Pippa? It was quite rare. I was actually surprised that uh, our new friend was able to track it down for us. I've only heard of it being used once at this extravagant party at the King's Palace that I went to once. I, that's a different story for another time. But uh, it's called a Rod of Endless Meats. <gasps> Ooh. Oh, and you can do them however you want. You can you can have them kind of raw. I can get us some cured meats. I can get us uh, more like provisions that'll last a little while, or or not. I can just wave this, and we can just have a pile of delicious meats. <laughs> Little tears starts forming on his eyes. So happy. And she presents the rod to Abraxas with a flourish. Oh, it's for me. Like, oh, oh yes, my friend. This is for you. <gasps> He's totally <laughs> choked up. He doesn't even know what else to say. Little, yeah, he does have little, little glistening wet eyes. Like, oh, oh, this is wonderful. Thank you. <gasps> he clutches it to his chest, just hugging it. It does it in about. It does it in up to six pounds at a time. So six pounds at a time. Yep. Wow. Speaking of giving people things, Minette says as if she's remembered something. She's like sitting on the ground and looking through <laughs> the window, by the way, like mm-hmm. a freaking kid's book or something. <laughs> uh, that's how I imagine it anyways. I like um, mm-hmm. She starts rustling around on her like belt pouch and then pulls out a crystal. This, if you say Kepri's name, will allow my healing to pass to you without use of... You know, in case I've already used the gem on my arm, in case I can no longer give you any healing, this this allows you to do your own healing. Oh, my. Oh, Manette, thank you so much. <laughs> also, no hopefully this uh, stops, uh, helps you and Abraxas and Bionni not have to worry about me so much. Oh, uh, I will always worry <laughs> about everyone. Don't worry. Well, I have a literal, I'm pretty sure, fire-breathing dragon at my disposal now. So, Acid-breathing dragon. Of course. Acid-breathing dragon. Still, that's even doper. <laughs> I'm not worried about you for lack of power. Let's put it that way. <laughs> <laughs> that's fair enough. Well, thank you. Of course. I will. Make sure, I suppose, not to reference uh, your deity's name. Unless I really need to. Uh, you know, I don't, I don't, I think you kind of have to be holding it, too. So, okay. um, yeah, that, I believe cool. that's how it works. But let me just double check. Just be, I can't believe Bayani does not have a reaction to this table of meat. You haven't heard anything because he's just been slowly <laughs> sliding closer to the meat. <laughs> and Dana. he's just standing Dana. over it like an older gentleman with his hands behind his back leaning uh-huh. over the table. <laughs> and he's just 
visually picking out which one is the best one. And he looks and he finally looks up at Abraxas and he just points to this beautiful cut of meat and he just goes, This one. Oh, let's <laughs> let's cook it. <laughs> Got all the all the chef equipment out, lays them all out, some knives, you know, little the little knife knife sharpening it gets to work. Uh by the way, Alte Pips, motherhood mm. looks real good on you. I can't believe she's grown up so fast. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> like oh yeah no that was a that was that was a surprise and uh, uh thank thank you thank you yeah no worries you're no worries you're still yeah. milfalicious and stuff like don't worry <laughs> <laughs> we'll get you that uh special someone thanks oh, Bionni. I, I really mm. i appreciate the spirit of the compliment yeah there was like this really <laughs> tight tree outside uh I don't know if you're interested. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not <laughs> especially interested in trees, but thanks. We'll uh, mm. let, let's find a town, and then we'll, you know, we'll work on something. Ah, <laughs> uh, we'll uh, move on the place. Okay. It has been a while. <laughs> Pippa prefers the shorties. Oh, <laughs> uh, she wants the shorties. Okay. <laughs> I like them the appropriate height. <laughs> the correct height. <laughs> the correct height for me. <laughs> I mean, you know, with some exceptions. By the way, like Argentea, Argentea is only a medium-sized creature, so she can come inside. And she <laughs> uh, sort of st- like she's trying to keep to the edges of the room so she doesn't like crowd anybody like around the cook pot. But she's like sneaking bits of meat off the table and occasionally like bumping Bayani with her nose with great affection. <laughs> Uh, as she's doing this, she's not paying attention because she's not used to having a tail. It's been a long time since she's had a tail. So the tail's like wagging like a, you know, a happy, cre- a happy animal and it absolutely bumps the egg in the bowl and the whole hut just shifts a little bit. You guys don't feel it, but you see outside the, the whole building just kind of falls on its side for a second and then picks itself back up. Oop. <laughs> Careful there. She says, oh. she says she's sorry. She says she's sorry. <laughs> She says she'll watch her tail. She's just going through puberty. Doesn't know how her body works. It's It's, cool. It's fine. We (laughs) we've all been there. (laughs) Yeah, we have. You all are gathered around eating your meal. You are on the top of this mountain range. You do not know what way to go because the clouds. You are actually above the cloud line, so all you see is clouds. You know, we'll we'll have Manette stand out there in the field, spin in a circle. (laughs) <laughs> and we'll go in whatever direction she's pointing. Scanning for stuff. I, I was figuring True. we'd use the hut to climb down the mountain. I, I, I've, I've been I've been putting a lot of points into use magic device uh, so that I can actually pilot the stupid thing somewhat reliably. Now, question: mm. Can I sit on oh. top of the hut? <laughs> I climb yes. up there. <laughs> right the but remember, the hut also does have a front porch. You could just sit on the, the front hut porch. is my mount. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it's too uh, big to be my mount, but I mean, I, I technically I would just be sitting. You could upon sit it. on it though. <laughs> Bionni just turns to everyone and is like, "Why don't we just break the cloud line and get the lay of the land?" Yeah. I can always push the clouds away with my with my wind. Ooh. Oh, oh that's that I'd like to see. Whoosh. That's a great idea. Whoosh. I can also Abraxas and Argentea and I could also scout around beneath the cloud 
beneath the cloud layer, I suppose, and see what there is to see. I want to snowboard down so badly. Sick. Got, sick got some extra traits. shields. We can strap them to willow. your hooves. I've seen like out of willows. Or willow. My, <laughs> yeah, the problem is that my dex is only plus one now, so not the best. I would probably just be falling down. <laughs> you just throw Bionni through the clouds. He'll, he'll, he'll float gently. <laughs> yeah, it's one good way to get it. Or I could ride a giant sled, you know? Either way. Anyways, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I, I suppose we should descend. Slaps the, slaps the wall. Okay, how do you work? Let's go. <laughs> like, oh, I, I actually have to, I, I pilot it with using this stupid egg thing. The hut itself, oh. by the way, is not actually that big. It is 15 feet tall. So <laughs> I'm almost okay. as tall as the hut. So Benet can just walk alongside pretty much, and it would be about the pretty same. Pretty much. Like, pretty much. We could, we all could just climb on Manette and just go wherever. Like, <laughs> Manette, Manette, you, well, remember the thing about the hut is it's small on the outside and bigger on the inside. So that's, mm-hmm. um, the, but yeah, but the, yeah, the HUD is only is actually not that big. For some reason, I was thinking it was much bigger than that. But uh, yeah, it's only fifty. Yeah, a little HUD, definitely little. Well, I'm lounging upon the porch. <laughs> okay, Alte Pips, take us down. Okay, roll twenty uh, only lets me roll nines. Apparently, it's rolling nines all day. That's not enough to move the hut. I, it's a DC thirty, I believe, to move oh, the Lord. hut. Yes. Well, oh, you take long enough. Eventually, you're gonna do it. Yep. I mean, can I take can I take twenty? Yes, you can take twenty. Uh, but what's happening is you're experimenting with a bowl, and every time you experiment with a bowl, something funny happens. So Manette is out <laughs> front lounging on the porch of the Baba Yaga's hut. Literally kicked back like she's in a hammock. By the way, <laughs> she's. <like. laughs> However, the interesting thing is the front porch is not subject to the same rules as inside the hut, where if the um, hut like falls over or tips or goes in a weird direction, <laughs> you guys don't feel it. However. <laughs> Manette is in the equivalent of a teenager trying to learn how to drive a clutch. So, uh, <laughs> so periodically the hut like lurches forward and bumps up and falls off to its side. And you're just along for the ride, Manette. You're, I'm going to say you take two hit point damage because you just get bumped and bruised so much. Oh, oh, oh. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. At one point, the thing starts to lurch forward and you don't have your seatbelt on and then it comes to a complete stop and you just get thrown and roll in the snow a little bit and then you have to get back up and walk back out. Uh, but eventually, Pippa finally gets command of it and you are starting to walk around. You know, next time I'll just walk alongside, I think. Yeah, that might be better until I figure out how to drive this thing, uh, you know, sustainably. But we're, but we're good now. We're moving. It's relatively smooth. Uh, let we're just going straight down the mountain, right, folks? Definitely. Yeah. All right. I'm gonna blast these clouds out of our way. Yes, please. Uh, Brax is gonna use his time to set up his meditation circle, grumbling <laughs> to himself because he uses Galarian as his how to oh, align yeah. the the circle. That's so he, right. he starts and moves and moves the sticks around, and he usually does a circle, and he like goes in the middle stops and he moves the items around stops and he'll bring out the different items and he ends up doing a triangle overlaid with a triangle and sits down and he's like okay this is fine and we'll start there but it, it took him a while to I, to get going i actually have something a little funny to add to this as you're doing that abraxas you keep trying and at one point you get a little jolt and you realize that's because you accidentally accessed the nature uh, like gods of this world. 
Uh, and it's like plugging, like plugging the wrong sock. Like you're from America oh. and you go to Europe to go plug into the socket and it's the, <laughs> and it kind of just doesn't work and it gets a little jolty, a little electrical <laughs> problem. And, but you really realize what that is and you just, you correct. It doesn't like do anything to you other than you just get a little shock. Uh, <laughs> oh, maybe that's why he needs a triangle, triangle overlay. It's the, uh, it's the adapter because he's going <laughs> to be on that planet. So he needs to harness it anyway, but he needs a, he needs a little converter. Pippa, you're like kind of, well, you're, you know, because you're, you know, you're a young driver. So as young drivers are, you're not fully uh, learned how to be committed to the attention of the road. Uh, and you look over and you just see a Braxis is a big, like static puff ball. He doesn't even notice it because he's so <laughs> focused on it, but he's like a little static puff ball. Uh, and uh, yeah, but you guys are moving along. You clear the clouds out and, and it's still, you're still very far away from if there is any hum- any signs of life on this planet. It seems very barren. In fact, I think there's a little concern for that because you travel you are traveling for a good few hours just in a direction just to kind of get off the mountain range. Uh, and finally, actually, uh, Manette, why don't you roll me a perception check? Oh, mm-hmm. not my best skill, certainly. <laughs> Oh, uh, 20 total. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you know, here I have a note, anything above a 20. So you're doing good. Hey, uh, almost hey, as hey. best as I could do. Actually, I rolled a fucking 19. Holy <laughs> cow. <laughs> uh, wow. That is really not your best skill. Uh, I have a plus one. <laughs> oh my God. Okay. <laughs> you're the one on the front porch. So that's the reason why you got to roll it. You see a small red dot in the sky. and. It, it seems to be circling at you, but it seems so far off, you kind of dismiss it. And um, But as you watch it, it just slowly gets bigger and bigger and bigger. And then at one point, about 50 feet above you, eventually it just flies over you and you see a red dragon. You see it land 150 feet in front of the hut. Similar to Pippa's dragonkin, though, you see it lower its head as a humanoid figure jumps off of its back. You can't get much in the way of details, but you do see it's holding a large lance. And it just sits there and looks and pauses. Dragon lance. Uh, I'm definitely on edge. And I have signaled, like I've knocked on the door basically to try and get their attention. And I'm holding... I'm not... In a threatening way, I'm just holding my scimitar and shield casually. <laughs> like, you know, oh, I always, these, I always have these out. And I'm going to sniff evil. Wait, how far ahead of they, us are they? 150 feet. Ah, oh, shit. That's, so I can't, yeah, it's going to take us a minute <laughs> to get there. So Manette is going to jump off the porch and kind of wave a hand like, hey, hey, hold on. And just goes sprinting forward. Yes, this is scary. I understand that I'm scary. It's also 1,500 pounds of woman going clomp, 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 clomp. <laughs> um, she is holding her scimitar and her shield out in such a way that it's like, I am not charging at you with point tipped at you. You know, I'm not, I'm not immediately trying to threaten you. I'm just kind of going like, hey, what's up? Kind of like hands up in the air, both of them. Um just sort of signaling that, hey, I don't mean you any harm, but she does need to get within 60 feet to uh, smell evil, which is what she's going to do. 
<laughs> okay, as no you way. are approaching, you see, yeah, because you are, like you said, an a, a, a uh, intimidating creature to, or not creature, <laughs> a woman to be a, to be a, being brought upon. Uh, so you see her tightening up on her lance, but she's not moving. Like she's just like there. You do see the dragon can behind her raise up its wings, like in a defensive posture, just in case. Yeah. Uh, but they are not moving. Uh, roll me a diplomacy. We're going to do some nonverbal diplomacy here. Oh, awesome. I'm, I'm very good at that. I know at you least. Um, that's one of my few good skills. Plus 13. All right, here we go. All right. Uh, so 29. Uh, I think the way you have, you maybe you have a big smile and you just have that warm Kemper glow around you. Uh, you <laughs> see her tense up as you're approaching, but like as you slow down uh, and still keeping distance, you see her release that tension. Um, Watch your lights. And, and neither of them smell evil. Oh, awesome. Interesting. Uh, Minette signs with her huge hand, her one huge hand, hoping that they see through the window. Not evil. <laughs> Someone give me a knowledge arcana. <laughs> I've got the knowledge arcanas. 24. So oh. you know that while dragons have alignments connected to their colors. Color coded like for your convenience. Like red <laughs> dragons are usually evil, evil. and yeah. chromatic dragons are usually good and blah, blah, blah. Dragonkins have no such connection. Their, their colors do not signify alignment. So okay. uh, you, you also realize that, you know, maybe there's that little tense up of seeing a red dragon, you realize, but you're able to dispel that idea around dragonkin. Oh, gosh, okay. you know what? I never thought of how effed up that is. Oh, you're a red dragon? You're evil. Yeah. <gasps> the whole, it's, it's a whole <laughs> really kind of sucks the free will individual choice out of it. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, so are dragonkin also a species that would be recognizable on Galarian? Or? I would say there are, pro- I believe there are dragonkin on Galarian. It's rare enough that it's more fairy tale than reality in fact there are some triaxians who have been on you know just like you guys were able to get to try triaxis right that there are ways to travel between planets but in mm -hmm. fact rothgar was on galarian so Mm -hmm. there's an example but they are rare enough of occurrences that they are they are more presented in fairy tales than they are in gotcha so maybe this knowledge comes out of like the stories that uh, Pippa's parents would tell her as a girl. And she's just like, wow, I've never actually expected to meet like Dragonkin. That's wild. Well, and here's <laughs> another connection that you just put together is maybe that story that Anefa told you might be a story that Rothgar told her. <gasps> mm-hmm. oh. God. It's all like, it's all it's, she's putting it all together. That's it's all coming together. It's all coming together. Um, Manette is, I mean, cause I'm imagining the hut is still some, somewhat behind her, but she, she has already said, hail, uh, lovely to meet you kind of stays, stays at her 60 foot range for now. Uh, and says, I, you know, uh, we, we're travelers, my friends and I in that, you know, that hut behind me. <laughs> And this chicken leg hut walking stomp, 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 stomp. 
you hear in response, Doti Dota Shani. Oh, right. Duh, 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 duh. That makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Uh, and Manette kind of frowns. I have, uh, I have nothing for this. Uh, I've got, I've got comprehend languages once I, once we catch up. <laughs> Everybody else kind of has it handled. <laughs> With your diplomacy, because uh, it was a pretty good diplomacy, uh, what you do see is she slowly sticks her lance into the snow and then points to and like keeps a hand on it, but sticks it in the ground and then points to your weapons, you know, kind of mimicking to do the same. Yeah, I'll go ahead. I put my shield on my back uh, over my cool new hammer, stick the point of my scimitar in the snow, which sizzles a little because it's like a fiery scimitar. <laughs> And this is how we melt ice caps. No, just kidding. <laughs> uh, go, global Manette warming in triaxis. Uh, <laughs> Started by Manette. So when you do that, when you drop your sword, put your sword in the other, she lets go of the, the lance and then slowly takes steps towards you. Uh, Manette is on edge, but she's not, you know, I'm keeping my guard up because I've seen how this goes. I mean, I tried to parlay with some evil things recently and look how that went. Uh, <laughs> you did parlay with Don break or Don bark. And, and that went well. Though, too. For sure. No. She, and she's had mixed experiences in general. Um, so she's not immediately going to be hostile, of course. Uh, and she is going to let this person approach she approaches halfway and then you see her lift her leg up. That's good. Her leg? Yes. Lift her leg up? Like she's going to kick? Like to pee on something? Or to do the, yeah, do the like hokey pokey? Pee. Do they shake it all around? Because uh, after Manette, all, that's what it's all about. She, she, with her hand, taps the side of her leg. Give me a, just a straight intelligence roll. <laughs> I mean, I, I actually do have decent intelligence. I don't know why I laughed. <laughs> Braxis is on the porch. Because are funny. I, uh, somebody's dancing oh, I, with Manette. I rolled a natural... <laughs> I rolled a natural one. Oh my god. What's your... Do you have a bonus? Plus one. Like, <laughs> plus one. Two. I mean, that's above average, but not super smart, you know? <laughs> you have no clue what's going on. You You do the dog head tilt. I do do the dog head tilt, but then I, I actually decide to go down on one knee. That's the best a Manette can do as far as assuming what she's asking for. She seems a little frustrated, but uh, by <laughs> this point, I'm guessing the hut is approached maybe yeah. slowly. Yeah. I'm imagining that like Pippa's still figuring out how to stop it now that she's got it started. And so it's doing that little like backpedaling thing with the with the legs, maybe causing like divots <laughs> in the snow. <laughs> Uh, uh, wow, you made a friend. Casts comprehend languages <laughs> on herself. It's a new spell. She hasn't had cause to use it yet, so it takes her a minute to kind of figure out. Wait, like I make this gesture and I say this word, but eventually she. As you're actually in the middle of casting that, you see Dragontea stick her head out the door, and oh. the he- the Tea translates it and. You hear what she says, so you don't actually need to cast a spell. Oh, okay. Dragon Tail speak Draxian. Nice. Where are you from? Pippa has come out of the hut at this point, I imagine, with Argentea next to her. She's keeping one hand on Argentea's shoulder, and uh, she relays this to Manette. She's like, she's asking where we're from. 
as you're touching Argentea, you feel you access her, your bond with her, and you can speak Triaxian. You find yourself able to. Oh like, no! I think I think I got it. I think I think I'm picking it up. We're from Galarian. The that there. <laughs> Abraxas, yeah. where's Galarian? Could you point out Galarian? <laughs> points, points up. Oh, right there. Ah, uh, oh, don't you hear it singing? Right there. <laughs> uh, you are not from our home. Do you mean this planet? Because. No, we we came here in uh, this monstrosity behind me. Are you witches? The Fantastic no. Worlds podcast. No, 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 no. no, no. no. <laughs> Witch. After that translation. How dare you? How? D- like, Pippa relays this to her back. So like, she wants to know if we're witches. <gasps> Jacuzzi. Mm, Jacuzzi. That laughs. Jacuzzi. <laughs> we hope you enjoyed the show. Uh, can't get enough of the FWP crew. I don't like this person anymore. Our fantastic community. <laughs> you can do so by joining Let's the conversation on Discord and Reddit or following us on Facebook. How dare you uh, say Following us on word. Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. You can find links to access all of these on our website at fantasticworldspod.com. Want even more FWP? We produce two other actual play podcasts, Far Beyond the Stars, our space opera featuring the Fly Free or Die Adventure Path. Or you can listen to our Patreon-exclusive podcast, The Greatest Show on Earth, featuring Pathfinder 2E Extinction Curse Adventure Path. To find out more about that podcast, join today at fantasticworlds.cash. I am Dustin Prime, your dragonkin. <laughs> you can find me at Dustin Alexander on Instagram or Twitter. Uh, I am also Dustin. And <laughs> some some do call me Abby, though, and you can find me... Uh, on Twitter or Instagram at Bonanza Famine, begging people to join our Patreon so that we can afford to get art made of a dragon <laughs> with Pippa's face immediately. Yes. Please, oh please, yes. someone join at the $6 level today. <laughs> <laughs> this is Angel. I can be reached at Espinoza916. Jacques. No, that's Jacuse. not part of the handle, though. It's just Espinosa um, and I would six. <laughs> this is Jess at Hank the Clank. I am very clanky. I mean, even more so. It just gets worse and worse, don't it? Uh, hence the name. <laughs> and this is Logan. You can catch me at Mainman08. Bayani is currently pointing at Abraxas, being like, "Ah, oh, this one's a witch. <gasps> mm. <laughs> I thought that was common knowledge. Theme song was composed and played by Amy Hawkinson. Thank you, Sirenscape, for using your sound effects and music. If you enjoy the show, do us a favor and help spread the word to friends and family you think may enjoy the show as well. Till next time, I hope you have many fantastic adventures. Big Klong! The Fantastic Worlds podcast is a Fantastic Worlds production and an officially licensed partner of Paizo Incorporated. The Pathfinder Adventure Path Reign of Winter is a trademark of Paizo, copyright 2013. All Paizo content in this podcast is used with permission.
Okay, well, cut that part out. Is she, it, the dragon is a medium creature. <laughs> no, you sit in your mistake and pre- preserve it for posterity. <laughs> posterity. We need outro, more discussions outro. in rules, lawyers. 